Prince Dorian visits Selena's room for the second time. Stick around for some steamy action. I'm Captain O.G. Readmore, a reading kind of cat. Read a book like me, you'll soon agree that reading is where it's at. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Book Militia YouTube channel where we are reading The Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Mass. The last chapter was chapter 27 and Selena had been researching the meaning of the strange weird marks and how they were connected to everything that was happening in the castle. Also Selena and Nehemia had been confronted publicly by Cain near the clock tower, but Selina had not taken his bait and decided to walk away. But before she left, Cain had made it known that he knew who she really was, so her identity wasn't a secret anymore, at least not to Cain and Varen. Now apparently, Duke Parrington had told Cain Selina's secret, and Cain had told Varen. So this might be a little bit of trouble in the future for her. Again, I'm still not sure why she just doesn't tell Chow or Prince Dorian that Duke Parrington has told Kane this, hoping that it would, might get Duke Parrington in a little bit of trouble, but she has chosen to keep this a secret. So let's get into chapter 28, and we find Selena in her room, bored and trying to play pool in her game room. Now, she had held the cue stick correctly, but was finding it very hard to hit the ball straight. Now, she was cussing as she missed another ball, and she had also thought of the lack of success in finding anything substantial about the word marks also. It had been late, and it was past 10 o'clock, and she had just needed a break from training, researching the word marks, and also thinking about Cain and Queen Elena. Now she had also thought what she could do to cure her boredom. She was too tired to play uh, music or, you know, play the piano or anything like that. And she obviously couldn't play cards with herself. So she had tried, uh, decided to try her luck at pool. Now she missed another shot and cussed again, you know, her having this little fiery temper of hers. And she thought uh, she would like to break this pool cube over her knee. Now she'd only been playing for about an hour, so I'm assuming now it's, it's around 11, or maybe she started at 9 and now it was past 10. And she thought, though, you know, uh, by 12 she would have this game mastered. You know, a couple of hours of practicing, she would have this game mastered, or she would break the table up into firewood and she could burn Cain at the stake. <laughs> so Selena took another shot and managed to hit the ball. It zoomed across the table, you know, made a couple of bounces, and then it stopped right in front of the hole without dropping in. Now this made her rage and she screamed at the ball. She put the, the stick in her mouth and bit down on it as she was screaming. And then she hit the ball in with her hand. She heard a voice that says, For the world's greatest assassin, 
this is pathetic. She gets startled her, of course, you know, suddenly there's a voice that appears in her room, and she kind of yelped a little bit and jumped, and she looked up and she saw Prince Dorian was standing there. So, realizing that who it was, she had turned red, I guess, embarrassed at her situation, and said, if you're here to insult me, you can shove this, and she motioned towards the pool cue, uh, making a rude gesture, you know, I, I could only imagine that she did this with or something you can you can shove this so prince dorian had rolled up his sleeves and he had taken a pool cue so prince dorian had said if you plan on biting the pool cue again i'd like to get the court painter so i can always remember this moment and selena had said don't mock me so prince dorian had made a perfect shot knocking a ball into a pocket and he said, you know, you're immensely entertaining when you are mad. Selena, you know, finally laughed a little bit and said, funny to you, infuriating to me. So Prince Dorian had set his stick down and he walked over to Selena, taking her stick and said, here, let me show you. Now his heart had kind of quickened a little bit, I guess, with being close to her. Now, she hip-bumped him out of the way and grabbed her stick again, and she said, I know how to hold it, you buffoon. But she took a shot, and she missed again. Dorian has said, you're not moving your body right. Let me show you. He reached over her, you know, and grabbed her hand in his, and he demonstrated how to make a correct shot. Now, his face had suddenly became warm, you know, I guess kind of flushing. Then he looked at Selena, and he... He saw that she was just as red as he was. And she said, you know, if you don't stop feeling and start demonstrating, I'm going to rip your eyes out and replace them with these billiard balls. <laughs> you know, I love this playfulness between the two. And the, I mean, the, the situation that's happening right now, it, it feels like a date to me in a way. You know, although he just showed up, you know, without announcing himself or anything, it does sound kind of like a date. So Prince Dorian had showed her the steps again, uh, how to make a correct shot, and she had hit the ball smoothly and had knocked one of the balls in in the corner. So he said, you know, see, if you do it properly, you'll make the shot. So he picked up his cue again, and Selena had, you know, while he was grabbing his cue, she had made another good shot. So Dorian had grabbed the triangle and held it up and said, care for a game? So the scene had cut, and it said that it was about 2 o'clock a.m. before they had finished. So they'd been playing for quite a while together, and Dorian had ordered some assorted sweets brought up to Selena's room. It says that Selena had eaten a piece of chocolate cake and had also eaten half of Dorian's cake. So Dorian had won every game, and Selena didn't seem to mind she bragged when she hit, you know, these good shots, and then she raged when she had missed a shot. Uh, Dorian had thought, you know, back, he couldn't remember the last time that he had laughed so much. So apparently, you know, he was really enjoying his time with her. So they talked about books and they, that the, they had been reading recently and everything else that had been going on, you know, around the castle. And Dorian had realized, you know, that Selena was very smart especially when they had talked about politics and history, even though she claimed that she wasn't interested in the two subjects. 
She also knew a great deal about theater. Now, Prince Dorian had promised to take her to a play after the king's competition. Now, this had caused both of them to, you know, have this little bit of awkward silence, you know. I guess both of them had realized it kind of sounded like he was asking her out on a date, which had made them both silent for a little bit. Now, later on, Dorian, uh, it, it cut again, and he was slumped in a chair and had his, you know, his head resting on his hand. Now, Selena was lying in another chair that was facing him. And Dorian had asked her, what are you thinking about? And she said, do you think Xavier's and the other murders were intentional? And Dorian said, well, I don't know, but does it matter? And she said, no, and she kind of waved her hand away like that. So Selena had fallen asleep in her chair, and so Dorian had wondered about her background. Now, he knew that she was from Terrasan, and she, he also knew that her family had died, but he didn't know any other details about her, how she had became an assassin, and how she had learned to play the piano so well. It was all kind of this big mystery, you know, about her, her background. Now, Dorian really wanted to know everything about her, and he wished that she would just tell him, but she kind of keeps a lot of her background secret. There, we know there's something that she is hiding that she doesn't want to discuss or think about. I have speculations of what that might be, and I think it has something to do with magic. But she has not came out and said it, so we don't know 100% what it is, uh, the subject that she wants to forget so bad. Maybe that is one another reason why she doesn't want to talk about her past. And also she has a little bit of hurt about a past boyfriend that had also died named Sam. So Dorian had replaced, you know, the pool cues back where they belong, and he had also racked the balls back on the center in the center of the table. And... He gently shook Selena and said, if you stay here all night, you're going to regret it in the morning. Now, she kind of groaned, but she stood up and she started staggering towards the uh, door to her room. So I guess she was just so sleepy, she didn't, she didn't know where she was going. So Dorian had grabbed her arm and kind of guided her back to her bed. Now, when I read this, I thought, uh-oh, <laughs> but, you know... He, he didn't do anything. She, she reached her bed and she just kind of fell on onto it on top of her covers and had closed her eyes. But she, she had slurred her words and said, your books are over there. And she pointed to a stack of books that was over near the bed. So there were three candles that were still lit, which Dorian had blew out. And he said goodnight to her. He said, goodnight, Selena. Now, this was the first time that he had ever addressed her by her first name, so this was a little bit interesting, too. I guess he's starting to feel this kind of connection with her, and she she had murmured, na-na, like maybe night-night, but na-na, and Dorian had noticed the necklace that she was wearing. Now, remember, this is that medallion that Queen Elena had given her, and he thought he felt some sort of familiarity with it but he just couldn't place you know where he had found it but he didn't think nothing much about it he picked up his books and he left the room now Dorian had thought you know if, if she became the king's champion and fulfilled her duties 
would she stay the same? Or was this all a big facade, you know, to get what she really wanted? He didn't want to think that she was pretending, you know, and he hoped that she wasn't. The castle was silent, and he made his way back to the room, his room. And that ended our chapter. So, yeah, it was a pretty short chapter this time. And, I mean, not not any big revelations, but it did move the story a little bit further as far as the relationship between the prince and Selena. And, you know, this was the second time he's visited her room. And I hope Chow doesn't find out about it because we know how Chow feels about him and Selena being alone together. He's still wary about her, might be a little bit jealous too. I think that Chow likes her also, so he feels jealousy if Prince Dorian goes to her room, you know, unattended. Maybe a little bit also he's still worried about uh, the prince's safety also because he is in charge of Prince Dorian's safety. So there's a lot of things going on, a lot of emotions flowing around between these three uh, so we, we'll just have to wait and see how it pans out, you know, in the future. But with that, guys, we're going to end the video. If you have not subscribed to the channel yet, please do so. Also, you can hit the little bell icon, which will give you a notification of when I upload new videos. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. You guys can spend your time anywhere else, but you chose to spend it with me, and I highly appreciate that. And with that, we're going to end the video, and I will see you on the next one. Take care, guys.